Hi everyone, so it's been a while since I had hopped on to this podcast and I wanted to give um, some up life updates and um, yeah, like what I am envisioning myself in my future, um, career goals and yeah, things that I learned during the time of lockdown as well. So I know that a lot of people right now are currently um, still in like uh, their countries affected by COVID. So it's it's quite, um, yeah, it's quite like a tough time for everyone to adjust to um, changes in like maybe their work uh, might be affected and um, just the dynamics of like hanging out. Um, in your off time what you do like you might be usually going outdoors and yeah um, and spending time with friends like eating at restaurants so it's gonna be yeah it's been like this for um, like a month and a bit like two months now Um, and so how I've been affected is that um, it really made me um, reflect a lot on my career goals and my path and I've been looking a lot into um, how I can um, grow in my career. It's definitely been hard because as a new grad we we always um, yeah like always like wondering like if this is like the right path for us because um, the same time I learned to just go with the flow so like taking any opportunities as I um, that I had and just using it as a uh, as experience and it's not saying that I don't enjoy um, the chance to explore because I actually do um, yeah like I know uncertainties has always made me um, anxious and I've always been like that anxious type uh, when I don't know um, and have certainty in things and it's definitely been training uh, challenging me during this time um, all these uncertainties um, but I I am like learning to um, like develop healthy habits um, daily habits for myself so then I don't catch myself um, um, like thinking about um, like making my anxiety worse because I know a lot of people um, in terms of if you're the type of person who likes to have like that um, I guess that open um, the open like opportunities and things for like um, for example if you don't have that um, 9 to 5 job then like you will understand this feeling so if you're like entering like into this like more entrepreneur kind of um, area in your career and there's more uncertainties in that you might feel like quite similar in terms of like you don't know what the next day will be like unless you created that routine already so I I sort of understand that feeling because I've been taking a lot of that um, more contract work lately and because as a new grad I didn't I didn't want to commit full time into one thing because I didn't know if it was something that I I wanted um as a full time role and because especially with my profession um it's all about experiences and um it does take time to know where I'd like to be so 
um, I can, so being a dietitian, I can specialize in like a lot of um, areas in like, for example, if I wanted to help um, like a certain um, type of people so and conditions and chronic diseases such as if I was looking into like, there's a lot of diabetes, but that's more like general health. So um, I did find myself um, knowing a lot more, get, getting through my work experience to understand a lot of the health conditions out there and and then I got um, to know more about how these also link together. So if you um, if you know that women also um, suffer a lot from um, certain conditions across their lives and there's also people who have been brought up with these conditions as well. So, and there's also a lot of gut health issues that you can um, also have. So you might have like a um, issues with like IBS, which is something that is, it's called, it stands for irritable bowel syndrome. And irritable bowel syndrome is um, quite a broad term to um because it's it means that you have like a um a series of of um gastric um um uh upset symptoms so this might be for example like bloating gassy um stomach or you might have like diarrhea um or you might have like constipation it's just these um more the gut health issues so Knowing these IBS issues, um, there are conditions that also causes these IBS and it can get confusing. So that means like um, it's so important for dietitians to um, specialize in this area and know more about it and know how to help um, certain individuals with their symptoms. Um, IBS can be caused by different um, reasons and factors. So this might occur like when you um, undergo, for example, um, you might have undergone some surgeries um, that might have affected this, like your gut, or you might have, um, maybe you also have like, uh, you're actually pregnant as well. So if you're pregnant, you might have IBS symptoms um, and stress as well. So stress is another factor. Um, so there's actually a lot of factors that can cause IBS Um and yeah, so that's a niche you can get into. Um, for me, I've actually been very interested in um, PCOS and the hormonal health. Um, and what I realized is that there is coming, just like looking through my uh, my own like uh, family background and medical background. Um, so I noticed that with my uh, mother, she um, got diagnosed with ovarian cancer and this was when I was just finishing off my high school years and I noticed that um, I didn't know much about health back then. I didn't know that um, diet and exercise lifestyle can affect your risk of this. So not until then I realized that um, there was a lot of things that I needed to learn so that brought me to learning more about the nutrition space and like food science and all these yeah like all these um like how nutrition can really affect your health and I am so privileged that I got to do a course that's really taught me about nutrition and so I never forget like how much I know 
that I and I know that because I I had this whole um lifetime to really delve deep and study a lot about the um the nutrition and food and how it's created. It I was very yeah I I would say that I felt so um yeah like the gratitude and like I I was so excited during my uni about what the career opportunities were out there. Um, and yeah, like that time when like, I felt like uh, being a student, I always had that, you know, like a dream, like to work in like in food and helping people with food. Um, I didn't know exactly what the position would be, like the job would be or the work would be. Um, but I knew that this was an area that I was, it's like my inky guy, which yeah, I also learned a lot about the inky guy. So inky guy is something that um people practice um being more mindful of their day and knowing the purpose in their life. So it's something that you can't tell someone like to copy your inky guy because everyone's inky guy is different. So just seeing from when I was like younger, I knew that my inky guy was the nutrition, food and health side. So um, it's just something that came from me being brought up and knowing that I can control so much of my life because of my health and my nutrition. Um, and also in terms of like my, I guess like I've always felt like I found um, a lot of meaning through this work. And yeah, so going through that university like journey, it was very long, but um, I always, I always like felt, um, yeah, quite, quite supported during that time when I was in uni. Um, so yeah, like I think the most that I noticed that, um, being a like being brought up in Australia, I'm like so privileged to have the opportunity to, like, learn a lot about the skills and knowledge that a lot of people in like a more underprivileged country might not have. And I think um, also coming from a background with my parents, like um, they didn't come from like a very privileged background either. So coming to Australia with um, nothing but having to work really hard in a job that they, yeah, they had to really work hard for where they are to bring up like children. And I think it really inspires me to want to aim high as possible. And I think with that mentality of like aiming high and being successful and all the money like orientated mindset um I did find myself um yeah like losing sight of what I really wanted because um to be honest like I I know that a lot of people don't talk about it but um being a dietitian there is a lot of um instability so if you're working a lot of contract work under like medical centers it would be a lot of um, knowing how to market yourself and knowing how to to um, set your prices and so then that you can maintain and have a more sustainable salary and a lifestyle that you want and being a new grad of course like um, I, I want experience more than anything and I know that for me to be successful in something I need to you know start slow and it can be difficult when you got your life where there is more like I guess that um 
more priorities. So when I look into like what my priorities in my life right now and what future I would like to see, I notice that you can actually find work um, in many ways and you don't have to have one income to support you in that. But I noticed that time is also precious. So I noticed that if I spend, for example, like full timing in one place that I don't find meaning and putting a lot of my efforts and the right effort into into something, I noticed that I'm going to be wasting that time. So I really thought, like, hey, like with lockdown, I it's sort of like a a, a vacation for me to um re reevaluate my career path. So I noticed that okay, if I if I feel like it's not doing me much with doing this or that contract work, um maybe I should look into um reevaluating where I want to be and set my st- myself a bit more. So even with experiences that I had, um I can use the experience to get get the nutrition and dietetic work online and that was uh, something I've actually been work, uh, working more in towards so um, I have been more active on the social media side so um, I am like getting more attraction um, and I would like to attract more of my niche so it's something that's slow growing because I know some people they're like really into it like and very like really quick to get their online business on um i think for me i am just contemplating on how how much investment i want to get into this right now um it's just with like yeah that I, I guess for me my limiting belief is always like finances and i think some people would say that the biggest risk would be yeah that, that would be the biggest risk but i think as long as you have the visions that you want and you can build over time with that finance and i know that having mentor having guidance having a business coach will help guide me through this whole business side so it's something on my mind um and it is something that i i do envision myself having this um as a side um but I guess I just need to know, for example, if I had that, um, you know, that stable salary and that ongoing commitments to this, like working in the food industry was something that I was envisioning myself. So I was thinking that this was something I wanted to um, step into now because I had a lot of my knowledge from my four years degree and it is still quite fresh in my head um and I can always like revise back on these things as well um and I do know like work experience would be the best thing for me so um starting off in a company that provides me that um work experience and I'm also getting paid for my work would be really good um of course like um you know parents will always say like to aim high so go for a company that has a good reputation is a large company um i guess for me like i am very open to just any companies at the moment um it's more the step in like a foot step in so as long as i get like a first foot step into something i can eventually gravitate to something that i would like to get into so like even every day if i just like work at a place and get that skill in um that would still allow me to get 
a bit more closer to where I like to be. Um, and of course, with the background I have, it's like in dietetics still. And um, that can always be like a growing passion of mine. Um, it's just I see myself working actually not in the dietetic space full time. I see myself doing more in the food industry, working alongside of the, the food innovation and creating this more as the full-time work and I guess that's something I've been really had had to reflect a lot to get this far and to think about this um and yeah like I guess for me I just want the the plan out in my head that this is where I like to be um and because because I'm very young and I just graduated I I have like so much more years to do this trial and error work so if so one thing doesn't work out it's okay to let go and that's what I learned a lot through um yeah like having a lot of challenges with um the work in as a new grad I felt like I had to you know keep a job just because I felt like I always fell out of a job really quick and I I never like felt that I could stay with a job for long and I guess because I never really found um, that's everything aligned because I was attracting something that didn't align with me and so just being grateful for the opportunities of course but just saying like for example if I wanted financial stability uh, why why not if I just you know create a bit more routine around that um, and then as a side I can do something that really like truly aligns but that's just like an extra um, that thing, that side passion and that side hustle. Um, but of course, like for me right now, like I'm just like trying to figure out more about where should I head to. So where, like what should be my starting point? And yeah, like that's just like something I've been questioning. Um, so yeah, like that uh, with a career side, like I know for me, like um, my mental well-being is so important. So as a new grad, I really found like how important it is to keep your mental well-being um, in check. So making sure that you are um, putting that time for yourself and doing things that you like. And for me, I've been trying to find like a a very mindful mindfulness during the day so I've been looking like into growing um things like sprouts and I know it's so random because I I always said that I wanted to have a plant and my friend actually gave me a plant which was really nice and um just yeah like I've been trying to grow some sprouts from legumes and herbs and spices and it's really cool because I never knew that you can actually grow like your legumes and beans and spices from these and like the sprouts to grow out from that um I just yeah I didn't know like how simple it is to grow them as well like all you need is to have like a jar and um a cheesecloth and um you just need to like rinse the beans and soak it first and then rinse the beans and and then you need to rinse it twice a day um and for like the the seeds um and more the herbs um, types you just need to spray it so they're very tiny so um, you just need to spray it and put some water um, and yeah they grow in like it, apparently they grow in about like a week so yeah so I think it's pretty cool that I can even grow my own little things like sprouts and eat them in the end so yeah it's very satisfying to see them grow and what it really teaches me like I feel like plants teaches me something 
um, it teaches me to know like slow growth, like to be patient because good things come with patience. So like if you can live each day, like just like seeing how little, little things can grow, but can bloom in the end. It, and this doesn't mean that you, you can't live life, um, you know, being too impulsive because when you're too impulsive, you actually do more harm to your well-being. So if you can say, okay, I don't have it right now, but I can work each day to get something. Um, doesn't mean that I'm not actively doing something. I am I am definitely still um, actively doing something, but I'm doing it with a balance. So for me, I'm doing with like doing mindfulness and knowing that if I am more mindful of my myself, and my worth, then I wouldn't be attracting something that doesn't align with me. So then I can gradually get to more clarity in what I want and I can attract something that I like that I will truly be happy and to work and and that's just something I've been trying to practice. Um and I think a lot of people will um will say that oh like oh because you know like you've got this privilege to do and I think like obviously I don't have like that privilege as like a lot of people who might um not have to worry about you know paying your bills for your parents so like for me I I feel like it it's not like I don't want to compare myself like my privilege or anything but I think like everyone has a choice so if you have the chance to um, maybe take a break from like figuring out your life a bit and seeing where the things align with you a bit better then you can yeah feel more have more fulfillment in these roles in your life and you're not taking away like your sense of well-being um, because what I found is that even with my work as a dietitian if I was to grind hard to even get that stable income I would be neglecting like eating and I think it it's so, sort of like yeah it's very hypocritical for me and ironic because if I had to you know do like you know um, not have like proper meals and if I can't have that life balance and I'm telling people to have that life balance it doesn't make sense and I can say that those days like I had to actually grind a lot quite a bit because you got to meet your KPIs to work um, in these areas in private practice so I think a lot of people might not like really know about it but it is something that we do um, and if you were for example to work in like a hospital job um, there would be a time you have a lunch break so it is good um, if you do go over time it is up to yeah how demanding the job is so I think there is always sacrifices in a work, so you might be, you know, doing something to help others, but I think the most important is to also care for your well-being. So what I noticed is that um, because um, I, I also have friends and um, a sister working in health, and I noticed that um, there's a lot of, um, like, a mental, I guess, mental, like, yeah like the mental well-being like side where we will feel quite overwhelmed with things in terms of like um giving that mental space for someone to help them out and I noticed that for if if you're the type to get quite overwhelmed with like other people's emotions I think 
um, you would understand this. And I think um, I do have like other friends and similar to me who are quite empathetic. We always um, try to see like oh, how we can help others and in terms of like more than go all beyond for someone. And I think for someone, for example, if you're not empathetic, you might not overthink these things. So you might be working and just helping them and just helping them one thing and then you don't overthink it and then yeah so you can see you can probably do a better job in terms of that but it doesn't necessarily mean you do a better job just because you just give them one recommendation but I think as an empath we think of holistically we think of like everything about the person we think how this will make them feel like everything we we sort of think about that so I guess in terms of that um, it can be quite overwhelming if you're an empath to work in a space where people are you know um, asking for you help a lot and I think it's good to build the boundaries when it comes to how much you can help them and um, how much like you can offer and I think that's what I learned through the job was that I need to set boundaries between how much I can help someone and knowing that I can help you but the thing is like it all comes down to the person so if they want to be fixed then they can they can definitely find that inside of them but the guidance is we are the guidance to give that guidance and to give that advice because we learned through we learned it ourselves through like uni through experiences and through just the knowledge around us um and especially because we got like a lot of like more healthy habits built from you know seeing our friends and being motivating to each other i think that what made us to get to the point where we don't need like a professional to really guide us but of course like um because everyone has their own specialty so we always go to someone who has more specialty in something so that makes like it makes sense to go to someone if they are more specialized in it but I think it's because we have like a very healthy like social circle and also our life circumstance that made us build healthy habits um I do feel like a social the social environment is so important that really um, creates that person to be a certain way. So if you come from like a, a place where people um, for your your parents or like your friends, they don't build healthy habits or they don't encourage you to build healthy habits, you won't feel as motivated. So that means that you would like to seek for a professional because that means that you are accountable to your um your healthy lifestyle habits and I think that's what really made me clear is that if I was to help people I have to know where are they at with in terms of their motivation and um, the knowledge that I'm giving to them so thinking that if someone doesn't want to be helped it is it will be to the point that you can't do much and I think that's when the empath comes where you don't try to overcompensate um, and give over give to someone who doesn't want to to change and I think that's what a lot of the dietetic work is and if you are someone who are is quite mindful of this um, 
then you can really get into this profession and really know that you can be that motivational, be, be, be the person who motivates someone and not be affected by it. And I think that's something I've really um, noticed that if I'm giving advice to people on any social media or in any, like in my profession, I know that there is to a limit that I can give that advice, but you have to also build boundaries for yourself as a professional because if you don't, then you can be over overworked um and yeah stress over things that is out of your control so that's really important to understand that and that's what comes with mental well-being because if you're not able to build the boundaries for yourself then you can be overused overworked and you don't know what the trigger is like for example your mood might be affected um you might be like you know venting out on your stress over someone else like that might be like your close ones and you don't want your close ones to be um feeling your energy like the negative energy that you're having so i think that's why i feel like um what i've learned is that um it's good to be conscious and speak out your feelings and be aware of how it's affecting your your well-being and how is it affecting the people around you and this is it's okay to speak about it because even um i'm not inflicting any like any like biased opinions or anything because this is just my opinion and i feel like it's i feel like everyone should be open about having opinions and talking about these things because if we don't talk about it then we would never really get to the root cause of why someone is is acting a certain way and also why why are there things like why are people not motivated to for example get in get control of their diet or their exercise and that's because people don't talk about the more mental health side and because everything is actually because of your mental well-being that you're not actually wanting to change and that's why i feel like you should really you know put both mental well-being and and both the physical health in priority and not to not to neglect any part of it and make it as like an equal thing like put your mental well-being and your physical thing so things what i've noticed is that what helped me a lot was the like the um the ability to be able to build a sense of mindfulness and to find my inkigai so what i noticed is that for for the practice to do this is to make um meditation as my my morning routine so every morning i try not to go on my phone right away in terms of like opening my socials i try to just meditate for like um for a few minutes um and every every time i try to make it a bit longer um even getting a, at least like five minutes to ten minutes in it actually does like a big thing because it's a daily thing that i do so if i'm able to do that meditation i take the time for myself and to just breathe and to be conscious of my body so I like to feel my body a bit more before I start the day because I'm not um I'm not like putting attention onto someone else right away because this is something that you're going to be detached from your body the more that you're detached from your body the more things will will fall apart so you'll feel quite anxious and you'll feel like not in tune with your own self so you might be neglecting your needs and that's why I felt like 
that mind-body connection was important. So that's why I was focusing on like if I could build that mindfulness practice every day, um, doing things and I'm mindful of what I'm doing. So if I'm on my laptop and for long hours, I will be detached from my body. So what I was doing that I felt um really helped my morning routine was like growing that sprouts, and I think that made me feel more mindful of my like routine so if I make a breakfast I never skip breakfast because I feel like I'm nourishing my body the first thing in the morning so if I'm nourishing my body it feels so nice and also I can you know do like growing some sprouts and yeah sometimes I might journal but that's more like for weekends because um yeah like usually I would do the weekends um but also journaling at night time also helps as well so if you want to do this like you know letting go of like overthinking and making it easier to yeah like doing even reading books before as a night routine also helps me because I feel like when I'm reading and I'm like letting go of my my emotions that I was feeling and overthinking um reading a book really helped me because it really made me feel like I can just take away and be more like have more clarity and also like you know reading something that will can kind of calm me down before I sleep so that's what I realized that really helped me um and yeah like getting into Inky guys it is really interesting because as a as someone I'm still quite young and um I I really feel like Inky guys something I want to learn more about and um I feel like every soul has an Inky guy every person that you meet your family your 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 friends um strangers everyone has their own like lens in their life they everyone's living in their own lens and because we're trying to find the happiness in Inky guy we are trying to seek for something that aligns with us it's something to do with for example like how you're spending your day so if you're if you are the type who really enjoys like a passion for for example if you really like art if you like drawing put the time to do drawing because that is your your that is your fulfillment you feel like fulfilled doing this it makes you feel good but of course it might not be something that makes you money but because you're building a routine that centers around your inky guy it's so important and i think well that's something I can also take in practice with my life because if I'm able to take um even like a little short time for the day to do something I like if I'm taking the whole day to just you know like be dedicated to something that is not really attuned with my inky guy then I will feel like my whole day will be like very like it doesn't feel very good and I think that's what I'm trying to retrain is that if I can make the day as like a good day because I'm doing something that I enjoy then that is already an inky guy for me and if I do this every day then I can say that I live my life living in my inky guy and and instead of chasing that that future that I don't know what the future will be like so that's why I really find important and I think I will always take this with me and I want to share this to other people as well and I hope that this was something that you can take um yeah um out of this podcast and and yeah so I I am curious about if you are also interested in getting to know what your inky guy is and what what you feel like your inky guy is um and yeah um feel free to connect me because recently I've also created a 
a Facebook community um, community group. It's called the Subtle Asian Nutrition. And I share a lot of um, like the recipes there and, um, and also some content that I want to share too. I've also created a YouTube channel, which is something more new. Um, I am going to post a bit more videos, um, but just like thinking ab about the content around it. So um, I created a couple of videos now. So if you want to check that out too. Um, and yeah, also my Instagram, I'm very active on there. So you can see a lot of nutrition recipes there. And yeah, to see what you can get inspired for cooking during this time as well. And yeah, so it's just simple things. And yeah, so make sure to yeah, like follow and, um, and feel free to also like DM me if you want to connect with me because I'm always happy to like, you know, connect with people and chat about things. And yeah, um, so I hope to yeah, update a bit more about my life and see and also be more active on this podcast. Um, I might, I might put some of the like some knowledge in my nutrition and dietetics, um, and and do do a bit more of like yeah the content on here because I do feel like it's so convenient um way to chat on podcasts and it's so quick and doesn't take as much effort as creating like videos. Um, so yeah, so I hope to yeah speak to you guys soon. Bye guys.